strong women, smart policy, solid theology, and no apology. You're listening to Women for America, a ministry of Concerned Women for America, the nation's largest public policy organization for women, bringing you biblical perspectives to today's most pressing issues. What you just heard was a group of students at UCLA chanting, Israel, Israel, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. All over the nation, we are seeing anti-Israel demonstrations take place, whether on college campuses or in different communities. While people have a right to free speech, we find it ironic how so many of these schools are so quick to shut down or find offense with speakers like Riley Gaines and yet are giving anti-Semitism a free pass. Well, if you know anything about CWA, you know that we are centered around prayer and action. With one of our seven core issues being support for Israel, we are speaking out on this issue, standing with Israel, condemning terrorism, and praying for the innocent in both Israel and Gaza. Part of these efforts looks like planning pro-Israel prayer vigils on campuses across the nation. We just had our first one at Liberty University last week, which we'll tell you about in a moment, and we will be continuing them by partnering with our YWA chapters around the country to encourage other students and members of the community to join our efforts. Well, my name is Deanna Drogan, and I'm CWA's Digital Media Specialist, and joining me today is Young Women for America National Director Morgan Schlesselman and YWA Southern Regional Coordinator Julia Campbell. So Julia and I actually had the privilege of being at Liberty University last week for our first pro-Israel prayer vigil. And I think I can speak for both of us in just saying it was just a really powerful, impactful event and just a really great way to kind of kick off um, the series of events that we're planning to do around the nation at different um, campuses and in different communities. Um, And just to kind of give you a look at what kind of how it ran. Um, We met on a big area on the campus and we were joined by Young Women for America chapter members, um, as well as our CWA of Virginia State Director, Teresa Pregnall, um, different faculty and staff members at Liberty, as well as the Liberty Worship Band, which was great to have worship um, there. But basically we started out with worship and then um, Penny Nance, our CEO and president, opened the rally in prayer, and we just had different students and um, faculty members pray. And we were very grateful to be joined by Liberty University's president, um, President Costin. And um, yeah, just very powerful, a lot of tears shed there. And um, yeah, Julia, I don't know if you want to share maybe just some highlights of the event for you. Yeah, it was an all around very, very good event. And especially because A lot of us are across the world. We're seeing these events happen and we feel like our hands are tied and we feel like we can't do anything. Um, But that's actually not true. The most powerful thing we can do and something that everyone can do, no matter where you are, you know, no matter where you are, what time it is, you can pray. You know, we can appeal to God and he is an all powerful God and he hears our prayers. Um, And we know he's going to be faithful to act and respond to our prayers, even though it's very rarely in the way that we expect. Um, So it was encouraging that just that we had the event because, you know, like I said, it felt like, you know, you can feel like your hands are tied in these situations. So 
to see so many students come out and to pray and to appeal to God and just to take a moment to to realize what is happening in in history and in the world right now. Um, so that was powerful in and of itself. And then specifically, there was one student. She's actually an Israeli student at Liberty University. And her name is Carissa. And just kind of how the cards fell um, during the prayer vigil, I had the honor of standing next to her while we were praying. And um, I think she was about the fourth or fifth person to go up and pray. Um, but leading up to her turn, reading up to the points that she was going to cover in prayer, um, it was really, really moving because she was weeping for her people and she was weeping for what is happening in Israel and what is happening in the Middle East. Um, her mother was raised in Israel. She has family over there. And I believe she has um, family members and at least friends in IDF who are fighting right now. Um, so that was really powerful to be standing next to someone and to hear someone cry over their people who is being directly impacted um, by the acts of terrorism and by these awful atrocities that are happening and also by all the um, anti-Semitic rhetoric that is happening in this country right now. But um, God was so present and it was really, like I said, it was really powerful and very moving. Um, but while she was weeping for her people, um, another girl and I, because we were standing beside her, um, we just placed our hands on her and started praying over her um, that the Lord would be her peace and that the Lord would be her comfort um, and give her the strength um, to pray um, as she was going up in a few moments. And leading up to that, um, what I prayed over her and I just repeated over and over again was the Lord's prayer. And I just really felt like that was what he placed on my heart. Um, and the Lord's prayer is the most powerful prayer that we have. It's given to us straight from the word, straight from the mouth of Christ. Um, it recognizes who God is. It recognizes who we are in his presence. Um, and it recognizes our dependency on him in everything, not just like daily needs, but in mercy and in grace. Um, and you know, um, that's what I was just praying over her. And then she went up for her turn to pray and she's, prayed the Lord's prayer. And I don't know if she had um, decided to do that beforehand, or if that was just the Lord moving, or that was just one of the things that, you know, the Holy Spirit was moving in that I prayed and then she prayed it. Um, but what was really, really powerful in that she prayed it was, if you're unfamiliar with the Lord's prayer, there is a line in it that Christ gave us. And it says, um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And that is just so powerful because Carissa prayed that and, and she gave it special emphasis and she gave it special attention that particular line um because in that moment she is praying for the forgiveness of the terrorists which is something that you don't find outside of christ praying for your enemies praying for the forgiveness of your enemies of course she was praying for the salvation and the safety and the rescue of her people but she was also praying that these people i don't even, I don't even want to call them people but they are um doing these horrific acts straight from the pit of hell, she prayed for their forgiveness, for their repentance and their turning to Christ and their salvation, um, which I think is just so powerful because you don't find that anywhere else except in Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, forgiveness of your enemies and praying for your enemies, which is so, so powerful. Um, so all around, it was a really great, really great vigil. Um, not only because, you know, the most powerful thing that we have that everyone has is prayer, um, but also just to see Carissa and her bravery and her strength and also just her sorrow firsthand over what is happening, um, which is a perspective we all don't have. Um, and so that was that was beautiful and powerful. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I think when she got up and prayed, it was just so impactful. Um, 
I was actually Facebook live streaming the event. So I was kind of focused on the camera, but I took a moment to just turn around and just look at all of the attendees there and just seeing everybody in tears together, which is a really powerful moment. And just to see how heavy this issue was on everyone's hearts. Um, but as heavy as it was, I do want to share kind of a little cool God moment that we had when we were in Lynchburg prepping for the event. Um, so I went down just a little bit early just to be on the ground and just kind of work out any last minute details for the vigil. But um, I picked up Julia from the train station the day of the event and we ran over and grabbed some lunch and we're kind of talking through last minute details. And then we both got a text that Speaker Mike Johnson was elected. And so I wish you could have seen our reaction. We probably embarrassed ourselves in front of people at the restaurant, yeah, but um, it was just a really exciting moment, you know, in the midst of such heaviness. And um, we've been working on this issue for the past several weeks and it has been very heavy. There's just a lot of um, just so much tragedy that's going on. And just to have that moment and just reminder of God's provision and God's control um, was just such a beautiful moment to celebrate together. And, um, you know, Speaker Johnson is a man of God. He is pro-Israel. So it was just kind of a little glimmer of hope in the midst of that. Um, but yeah, overall, the event went, went really well and just looking forward to future events that we're going to be hosting across the country. So on that note, Morgan, if you want to just kind of share with our audience some of the plans that we have for future events. Yes, I would love to. So um, we really are looking forward to just um, springboarding off of this YWA Liberty University event and being able to host more prayer vigils across the country. And we really see that college campuses are such a um, big pivotal role of what is the conversation that's going on right now in this country in regards to Israel and the attacks in Palestine and Hamas and, and all of the players. And so we really see this as an opportunity to be able to stand in the gap um, for Israel and for students who support Israel, whether that's because um, they have family there or um, because of their um, religious views or just anything that they believe that um, pro-Israel is the um, side of truth and justice. Um, and so we recognize that college campuses have been having these anti-Israel demonstrations and some have just been so ugly and terrible. I mean, I don't know the name of the school, but I saw recently that there was one um, demonstration where Jewish students were literally running and hiding because they were so scared of the rhetoric and the mass amount of students that were protesting. And so we just really see this. Um, and this has really just been placed on our heart, um, our leaders' hearts and our leadership here at CWA um, to have these prayer vigils. And so we're really looking forward to doing that and just following the same model that we had at Liberty, which is truly just about prayer and to go to the Lord um, for these for these issues for um, the victims and the hostages and all of the innocent people um, in this situation and our military leaders, government leaders, um, all of those sorts of things. And so we're looking forward to doing this in um, states all across the country, starting next week with Texas um, at Baylor University and Texas A&M University, and then South Carolina with Clemson University and Georgia with Georgia Tech, and then a few more to come, um, Lord willing, in the next few weeks before Thanksgiving. So we're really looking forward to that um, and would just love your prayers and support for those as they come together. And we would love to see you there if you're in um, those cities. Yeah, that's all super exciting and um, definitely follow along on our social media on our Young Women for America social media pages because um, we'll keep be keeping you up to date with future events if there are any in your area. But just kind of going off of that, I just kind of wanted to pose the question of why are we doing this? Why is it so important that um, people are gathering together to pray for Israel across the country? 
Well, that's a great question. And the reason that this is so important is because the devil really wants the the truth to stay silent. He wants the world to just be filled with lies. Um, and what is happening in Israel is getting silenced, which is the opposite. And it's just so crazy to see them. You know, we had got the headlines in the beginning of October that, you know, that over a thousand people had been killed, um, women taken hostage, women raped, um, men killed, you know, pillaging. Um, and we saw those headlines and then quickly that everyone changed their focus and acted like it didn't happen and acted like it was Israel's fault. Um, even before Israel started defending themselves. Um, and so the world just got swept with lies. Um, and we're seeing this in college campuses and all these pro Hamas, pro terrorist, um, death to Israel, death to all Jews rallies that are happening. And it's just, it's mind boggling to see, but I'm sure the enemy is just leaning back, really proud of what's going on. Um, and so in retaliation, not, not in retaliation, well, kind of, but, um, <laughs> As a response to that, we're going to stand up and we're going to speak the truth about what has happened. Um, people people are really just denying that um, people are being killed in Israel, and that's just crazy. And we're here to say, no, people are have been killed, and they are, are still being killed, and they're still being held ha- captive, and they're still being treated horrifically um, because— that is the truth. And um, this is also just not a new tactic of the devil. Um, You know, there are people who say the Holocaust never happened. And it's like, 6 million Jews were killed, it did happen. Um, And so we need to be speaking the truth and not, um, not living by lies. Um, And also, there's that biblical aspect of it of Israel is God's chosen people, and he um, designated Israel for his people, the land and the tribe. Um, And it is from, you know, that line of David and that line of, um, of Israel that we got Jesus. This is literally, you know, Jesus's family, where he came from, and this is his homeland. Um, and this is where we got the salvation of the world. So naturally the devil is trying to destroy it. Um, and so that is also why it's so important because Israel is a special to God. And we see in the book of revelation, like God's plan for Israel is not done and we need to protect it. Um, and we need to be, um, appealing to him that he would protect it and he's going to you. And we know this. Um, and so his plan for them is not over. And that's why we have to continue to speak the truth on this. Yeah. And I think in addition, as we've already talked about how important, um, college campuses are in this, um, situation that we find ourselves in, even before the vigils, even before the Liberty vigil happened and before we started planning the rest, we had YWA leaders texting us, texting um, me and Julia and our other regional coordinator, Anna, just letting us know what was happening on their campuses um, with the conversations that they were having, um, classmates, roommates, um, coworkers, peers coming up to them and um, really all across the spectrum. I mean, some of these students are Christian and some of them aren't, and some of them are, um, more inclined to support Israel. And some of them are kind of questioning why they would be supporting Israel. And it's just been a great opportunity for our leaders to be bold, um, but gracious and share why we should stand with Israel um, as Christians, but also just as um, the United States of America. And so it's been a great opportunity to see them um, really step into that. And just to answer, I mean, students' thoughtful questions, some of them have have been very honest and open to just say, I, I don't really know what's going on. So please, I would love for you to educate me and to share what is going on. And so we see these prayer vigils as the next step to be able to invite them in and to hear more about why Israel is on our hearts and, and to join us in prayer. And so I think that it's such an important thing to be taking part in, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah, that's so good. And um, kind of like you were just saying, Morgan, there are a lot of people that just don't really have a lot of knowledge on this subject, why Christians should stand with Israel and what does the Bible have to say about Israel. Um, and 
thankfully, we're so grateful. We have very talented staff here at CWA that have put together some amazing resources um, that just really are helpful, different prayer points, um, booklets. We've done a few podcast episodes in the recent weeks on this. Um, and actually, I'd like to point out our last one that we just did last week. Um, we were joined by Luke Moon of the Philos Project just to kind of break down some of those questions that you might have. For example, who is Hamas? Um, why should Christians stand with Israel? What does the Bible have to say about this? Um, how should we pray about this situation? Because um, obviously there's so much that you hear in the news and just so many differing opinions that it can be easy to get confused. Um, but something that I really appreciated that Luke pointed out on our last podcast is that you can pray for Israel. You can pray for innocence in Israel and Gaza. And at the same time, you can call out terrorism and evil and condemn it because that's just not okay. Um but yeah, so just definitely take a listen to that. Um, we also had Joel Rosenberg on our podcast the, in the previous week, and he actually joined us live from Israel, which was really um, cool to have him. But um, do you guys want to kind of just share about maybe some other resources that people can check out to learn more about the subject? Yeah, a really, really good resource that we have here at CWA um, under the Israel uh, Support for Israel tab on our website is Young Women for America. We've written a book, Support for Israel, and it walks you through where did Israel come from? It starts in Genesis, and then it walks you through to present day, the history of Israel, why it's important, different prophecies about it, um, different genealogies in it, um, and very relevant. It also includes the relationship between Israel and Islam and when Islam came on the scene. And so it's really helpful. It's only about 30 pages, so it's really easy to read through very quick. Um, it's free online. Um, and even if you just have, you know, five minutes to just go through the first few pages, even in that, there's really good information. So it's a great resource. Um, it doesn't take too much out of your time. And it just answers a lot of questions of like, why should I care about this? Where does this come from? What's the history? Um, why is it important to God? Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. And then in addition, we have um, some prayer resources, some prayer points that we've put together with some Bible verses, because I know oftentimes when situations like this happen, I can be overwhelmed with where do I begin? What do I pray for? There's so much to pray for. And so we wanted to be able to create that um, so that people um, don't have to feel as overwhelmed and can just start somewhere and to pray. And so just as we close out this time together, I would love to just read a few verses and then um, pray a few of the prayers that we have written out. But Psalm, Psalm 122, 6 through 8 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, Peace be within you. Father God, great I am, we stand on your word and pray for peace in Israel. We pray against the forces of evil targeting them for destruction and pray they might fall into the traps they have laid. Heavenly Father, protect the Israeli hostages, innocent women and children targeted by forces of evil. We pray for a miraculous return, each and every one of them. Keep them in your care. Almighty Creator, vengeance is yours, so to you we come. Have mercy on the innocent being used as human shields by those who seek after evil and do not fear you. Let justice be served and your name be praised. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women for America. To keep up with the work that we're doing, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and head to our website, concernedwomen.org.